a Radio 191 FM podcast. I'm here today with um, Samantha Kingsbury from the Otago Museum to talk to you guys about um, carnivorous plants. Morena, Samantha, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. I'm excited to hear, though, about the things that I always killed as a child when I got given them as, you know, um, <laughs> presents, but yeah. Yeah, more common than you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well, I guess the burning question I have is is that considering this huge veganism trend, why are carnivorous plants choosing to remain carnivorous? <laughs> that is just true. Um, like, what led to carnivorous plants sort of going from, I imagine, more traditional to, um, you know, in their evolution? What caused them to think, oh, my God, I just want insects? <laughs> that is a really good question. Um, as a vegan, <laughs> um, it's not so much to do with choosing anything um, for these plants. Um, it's more to do with them lacking something in their environment. So um, most of these carnivorous plants um, are found in places like peats and uh, like bogs um, and swamps. And so they're places where there's a lot of water and that water causes nutrients to be constantly washed out of the soil. So what we find is that um, most of these carnivorous behaviours have evolved in areas where plants might be lacking in specific minerals like nitrogen and phosphorus. Mm. So they're actually, they're not eating insects um, because it's tasty or because they've made a conscious decision <laughs> that they're giving up on veganism um, it's to do with that there's something lacking that they can't get through their roots and so they're um, using yeah an insect source for those minerals hmm. yeah. okay no that makes sense then so it's more it's 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 sort of like needs over wants and that's very scenario. much so that's what we find most often in terms of all kinds of evolution it's it's always based in some kind of need and that's that's nowhere more true than in these plants that's cool because there's all these different types as well eh? and because um, new zealand has a um one particular type um it's called a, is it called a sundew is that the new zealand one yeah absolutely we've got um some sundews drosera um what i really like about drosera um is that they're actually charles darwin's favorite plant Really? Yeah. So he actually wrote a book about carnivorous plants because he thought they were fascinating. Um, and he actually said um, that he cares more about Drosera, so that's the sundews, than the origin of all the species in the world, which is, of course, what he is most famous I for. Say, I mean... So, yeah, they, I mean, these are really cool plants. They're like little sticky ones. Um, I know one of the ones in New Zealand we've got is Drosera bonata, and it's um, a fork leaf sundew. So it's got, it's kind of like a Y shape, and then the two upright prongs of the Y have got all these little um, red hairy bits coming off and they get stuck with little globs of sticky sweet fluid oh, um, so that's where they get that kind of sundew from because they look like they're covered in dew all the time so they're very pretty that is that is very pretty deceptively pretty but very pretty nonetheless <laughs> and it's it, I'm, I'm also impressed that you, that you know it got into Charles Darwin's heart I mean he was pretty I think he saw most plants on the planet at some point so it's nice to know that you know yeah, totally. we have the best I like that <laughs> well, we've got some of the best, best. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to take away from the rest <laughs> of the world because they definitely have their own um, carnivorous plants and like it's amazing carnivory in plants has evolved like multiple different times all across mm. the globe so um, I think upwards of six times it's evolved separately um, so just wow. plants in a whole bunch of different environments and places going help I need more nitrogen <laughs> what could I possibly do <laughs> nom, insects <nom. laughs> exactly I yeah because like um, the uh, tropical rainforest you have them in like um, wee glass boxes eh? the, uh, the carnivorous plants in our tropical forest yeah. at the museum? Um, no, we have them um, sort of on display on the ground level, so it's right oh. under our staircase. Um, it's a sort of gradually rotating display, um, so it's previously had um, other types of gardens in it, um, and at the moment we've got carnivorous plants in there, so we've got a lot of 
pitcher plants and um, so Sarah Senior they're like trumpet pitchers and they're tall and skinny um, but we've also got some Drosera some sundews and some Venus flytraps everyone's favourite yeah. so yeah they're not boxed as such you could theoretically touch them but I absolutely <laughs> don't recommend doing that <laughs> please don't touch them please don't do that yeah. seriously <laughs> yeah no, fair enough. And um, I understand you've got the uh, the holiday program going on right now. So, I yeah. mean, I imagine in that scenario, it might be hard to stop the children from just <laughs> going right in there and having a go on the kind of Yeah, response. so we've set up the garden, so hopefully people aren't reaching in to touch them. But I know it's so tempting because it's so fun to watch the Venus flytrap snap closed. Um, so I, I know that's really exciting to see, but um, that's actually one of the things that tends to kill them, like you said. Um, mm. You killed kind of response when you were younger. I did. I killed <laughs> kind of response. Yeah, so that, that's probably because you were touching them maybe um, or Definitely. overfeeding them that's a really common thing as well and um, so every time they they close and um, they are looking for those nutrients so it costs energy for venus flytraps to close um, and if they're spending energy and they're not getting anything in return so they're not getting any nutrients or anything else then that's a waste for them and so they just end up spending all this energy and just like us you know if we were just spending energy and not ever eating um then we'd get really sick and that's what happens to our carnivorous plants as well okay um is there any sort of uh, conservation issues in new zealand with carnivorous plants are they pretty just throughout and they're pretty uh refined i think they're they're not super widespread they are very small plants so they're they're really hard to see and i think not a lot of people know that we even have them um, I'm not sure what their conservation status is in New Zealand, but I think across the world in general, carnivorous plants are facing like quite serious situations where people are t- removing them from their natural habitat and taking them home, <laughs> oh, wow. or you know, starting to breed them and sell them, um, which is fine. Breeding is good, but yeah, when you take them out of their natural environment, that just depletes their ecosystem. So across the world, they're facing some pretty yeah serious situations. Oh, bloody well, uh, yeah. Crap. <laughs> what are we to do? I mean, I guess you could go to the Otago Museum and you could look at the carnivorous plants, get a yeah. better understanding of them, and then maybe not pull it out the ground when you see one at the beach. Yeah, I nice. mean, if, if you see one, don't pull it out for sure. Take really cool photos and raise awareness of these cool plants because they are super interesting. They they all do really, really cool stuff. Um, my favourite one is called a... Um, a bladderwort and so they're an aquatic plant and they are actually the fastest moving plants in the world so they do this little suction thing where they just open so quickly that they actually create a vacuum and so anything that's triggered that opening is just immediately sucked in it's got no chance of escape (laughs) so they're the fastest plants (laughs) in the world it's crazy right yeah like there's some really cool ones so yeah worth worth sharing and, and knowing about yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Um, and it's just one of the cool things at the Otago Museum. I and mean, we had um, Sophie last week talking about uh, the butterflies as well. It just seems to be so much happening at the moment, which is very cool. And it's <laughs> right across the road as well. And yeah. if you, you know, have a nice time, you can go out and lie on the grass if it's even vaguely warm, which it hasn't <laughs> been for the last good while, which has been very upsetting. But regardless, <laughs> regardless. Um, so we know what your favourite plant is and we know <laughs> what all that, but I mean, what do you have any at home? Do you have any that you actually take care of? Do you have any like... I do. Pets? You do? Excellent. Are you talking specifically about carnivorous plants? Or yes. Plants? Okay, I've got one carnivorous plant. I have a Saracenia, which is a trumpet pitcher, and actually I did not read the care instructions very well, oh. and I think in a moment of weakness, maybe a year or two ago, I um, watered it with plant food, <gasps> 
And that doesn't sound like a terrible thing to do to a plant. <laughs> um, but most plant foods are really high in things like nitrogen and phosphorus, which is exactly what these plants are supposed to be getting hmm. from um, the insects that they're trapping. And so it didn't die. Um, <laughs> but it also didn't grow pitches for like a year and a half. Oh so I'm, it's just starting to come back with tiny little pitches. Um, and I'm being very careful to only water it with water. Um, so that's <laughs> my success story. <laughs> so I guess it's all about energy conservation then for plants like that. If they don't have yeah. to expand it, they Absolutely. Won't. Yeah. No, they definitely, they won't be doing it unless they need to. Exactly. Um, and they do all have like chlorophyll so they're all green so they are all photosynthesizing um so if they can get by just being a normal plant and Mm. not putting energy into capturing these insects or whatever it is that they're using for their source of nitrogen because it's not always insects um then then they won't do that yeah because don't some of them eat like small mammals yeah, yeah, they do, and some of them have these. Um, yeah, th- I mean, they'll take anything. There are some really big ones. So the, um, the biggest species is called Nepenthes raja, and um, it's from Borneo, and it can hold up to two liters of fluid in a trap. So like oh that's what God. we're talking about. They're like forty centimeters long, um, and they can they can eat small mammals for sure. Um, but also, lots of them have like these symbiotic relationships that are mutualistic. So like they'll produce some kind of um, sweet nectar and then things like rats or tree shrews, there's a species that actually houses bats, ridiculously. Um, and then those, you know, they get, they get well, the bats are using the, the pitches for shelter, um, but the rats and tree shrews are just enjoying that nectar. And then they poo in the plant. <laughs> Bam, source of nitrogen, just Excellent like that. source of nitrogen. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice to see how varied they are, I guess. And, yeah. you know, you can hear all about that at the Tony Museum. Yeah, please exactly. come and visit our kind of response. We'd love Thank to show them to you. Thank you so much for coming you. on the show, Samantha. It was lovely to talk to you about this whole thing. It's it, it's very cool. I've always thought carnivorous plants are pretty sick. And it's nice to know that it's also like a last-ditch effort. Like, you don't have to be carnivorous. It's, yeah. the, last, it's the last decision at the end of the line. Yeah, they're, they're not out there doing it for fun. This is not a meat lover's pizza situation. <laughs> they're like, they need this. No, Uh, Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, Next up, we have... This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.